has happened a couple of places we've followed. Um, they raised the minimum wage in San Francisco a few years back, and then I was happy to see that even in that uh, liberal city with that liberal newspaper, the San Francisco Chronicle, they pointed out the damage it did to a whole bunch of different small businesses. I remember a particular bookshop that had to close, and um, restaurants and, and little shops like that really suffer when mm-hmm. you raise the minimum wage. Right. And uh, it hurts a lot of employees. Well, now it's happened in New York City. Uh, $15 minimum wage hike is hitting and hurting NYC restaurants. This article came out in the New York Post over the weekend. Big, La- Big Apple restaurants are feeling the heat from minimum wage hikes, cutting staff hours and even closing kitchens as they struggle to shoulder the extra payroll costs. They point out this particular restaurant and tequila bar um, on the Upper West Side, which has been a taco staple for the last 25 years. It's closing at the end of September according to its owners, because of the $15 minimum wage hike. Long, painful road downhill uh, since the minimum wage hit. The owners say they've been forced to slash their full and part-time staff to 45 people from 60. Well, that that did, you know, despite what uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders said, those 15 people that got fired, well, now they're all going to lose their jobs because the place is closing. Right. But those 15 people that got fired, I'm not sure the raise in minimum wage helped them. I think they might have been better off at, like, $11 an hour with those hours than zero hours at $15 an hour. Because uh, if I yeah. remember correctly, zero times anything is zero. Could be a million dollars an hour if I'm not getting any hours. I'm not making much money. Um, quality has suffered, they admit, at the restaurant. And customers have noticed they're not coming in like they used to. And when they do, they're spending less. We started by having to let go of the ladies who handmade our tortillas. It's certainly better when you can have fresh handmade tortillas for every taco, which made sense at $8 an hour, but not at $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. That's not what Bernie told me. Well, you know, any These responsible... These poor women were being abused, and they'd make more money this way. Any responsible student of uh, economics or economist told you, at the time, a few people end up getting lifted up because they're making more money. A hell of a lot of people lose their jobs. They were forced to lay off two overnight cleaners and a whole level of middle management. The general manager, the extra servers we'd keep in case it got busy, and then we started cutting hours. I'm not against people making more money, said the owner. These people have worked for me for 20 years. But taxes, groceries, everything is going up, and people have a little less money to spend on guacamole and tequila. Um, that restaurant is not alone. In a survey of 324 full-service restaurants, The New York City Hospitality Alliance found that 77% of respondents cut staff hours. 77% of 324 restaurants surveyed. That's amazing. Cut staff hours and 36% eliminated jobs. So over a third of them eliminated jobs, three quarters of them cut staff hours, including whole layers of middle management in response to mandated minimum wage hikes. Right. I wish there were more extensive business classes in every high school in America so people understood how small businesses work. They're not printing money. These people are not getting rich. Often, they just make an okay wage. They get their bills paid until someday they sell the business. Then they can retire okay if their business is successful. But the idea that everybody with small business just has so much money and makes so much money that they can just pay whatever you think they ought to pay, that's insane. Sign 95% of America's small business people. Here's people a, don't understand that because they get pitched this bull crap by these politicians. Here's a guy who's a CEO and executive chef of the Manhattan-based <coughs> Lebanese eateries 
Lily and Lily Box. Anyway, there's a bunch of them. Says rising wages have forced him to cut hours for his 180 employees, yank labor-intensive dishes from the menu, and cut back on staff education events like wine seminars. That's because new regulations require that employees who receive tips can no longer spend more than 20% of the time on work that doesn't involve interacting with customers. So I can't even train or educate my staff the way I want to anymore. The uh, restaurant owner agrees that it's been a social injustice that wages haven't kept up with the cost of living. Um, I'd like to pay my my employees a lot more than I do, but I just can't, he said. Because he's greedy! So, in the liberal Washington Post, reporting on a study commissioned by the Liberal City uh, Council of Seattle on their minimum wage raise, boosting it up to $15 an hour, uh... They mention cuts in payrolls, putting off new hiring, reducing hours, and firing workers. The cost to low-wage workers in Seattle outweighed the benefits by a ratio of 3 to 1, according to the study, which again was commissioned by the liberal city council, um, and the University of Washington did it. I just... It's troubling to me that people don't know enough about the very, very basics of business and economics that they're sold these unicornian schemes over and over again. It always has this result. You know, the guy uh, you just quoted said it's immoral and terrible that wages haven't risen. It's just a function of economics. And, and this has been the reality through all of human history. And if you're on the rough end of it, it's rough, man. I don't deny that. Um but you just have to figure out how to improve your life and how to make more money. Remember We're what, all economic beasts. Remember what Vincent used to yell, our old producer? What's that? He used to work at McDonald's. Oh, right. Get a better job! Right. <laughs> if you don't feel like right. you're making enough money. Yeah. And and the really interesting thing, and this gets back to that H.L. Mencken study, or quote that I hit you with at the end of last hour. Um Politicians don't have any particular talent for running a government. Their talent is for getting and holding office. And the main way they do that is to search out a group who wants something and promise to give it to them. And nine times out of ten, that promise is worth nothing. Well, obviously, the strategy is you go to low-pay workers, say, I'm going to get you high pay. And that promise is usually worth nothing. And to the extent that they do carry it through... It impacts people negatively three to one, but people keep falling for the scheme. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do about it other than pointing it out on the radio show. Right. On the whole, the study estimates the average low wage worker in the city lost one hundred and twenty five dollars a month because of the hike in the minimum wage. That's incredible. I'm sorry. I just didn't know. That's you incredible. Know, you big fat. You liar. know what could help is if uh, people on the other side of it, Republicans or whoever would make the argument, did a better job of making the argument, brought it up more often, and did a better job of making the argument. Right, but they're bad at it, too. Well, it's like there's no group more devastated by illegal immigration than low-wage workers in America, particularly black low-wage workers. Um, but nobody can get their political act together to make that point effectively, I guess, or no, I don't know if people don't believe it. Or, you know, in the case of illegal immigration, both sides are actually in favor of it, even as they tell you they're not. So, you know, they're not going to nail it down too carefully and ruin the scam. You can't have the issue if you solve the issue. (laughs) 